true. Yo, check this out. It's the jump fork right now. I want everybody to put your rope down. Put your guns down. And report to the pit. The gravel pit. Leave your problems at home. Leave your children at home. Before taking back underground. I be Bobby Bodas. Wu-Tang Clan on your mind one time. It's the jump fork. So just jump off. My- ha. Holocaust from the land of the lost. Behold the pale horse. Or course. Follow me, Wu-Tang gotta be the best thing since African killer bees, black watch. On your radio, blowing out your watch. Hello and welcome to the 90 Minutes Cynic Podcast. I'm your host, Chris Gallagher, and I'm joined by an illustrious panel, probably the best panel we've had so far this season, maybe ever. Maybe ever. To my left-hand side, we have the fantastic, I'm just going to go with fantastic, fantastic Christopher Sermani. What an intro. Thank um, you. He's wearing a grey Nike hoodie. Mm-hmm. He's like some sort of hip-hop icon from bygone era. That's the exact look I was going for. So where, where, are we, where, where are we going on Thursday? We are going to see the Jizza. Oh, if you are the Jizza, that, if you, From the Wu-Tang Clan. From the Wu-Tang Not Clan. Not just a guy called Jizza. Jizza. Big Jizza up the <laughs> West End. Uh, that, that noise you heard there interrupting was Chris Bowd, who has informed me he was in the pub earlier, so mm-hmm. I assume he's had. Rapub. I assume he's had one pint and therefore he's steaming out his box. And I've I can got, see it. I can see it in his I've eyes. Got he's the twinkle got. in the eye, <laughs> <laughs> laughing at the, the use of the term jizz when he was saying jizzer. <laughs> All the signs are there. All the signs are there that this is going to be a fun podcast. Uh, Chris Bowd, as always, the captain, uh, and directly in front of me we've got Wolf. We've got Christian Wolf, the Norwegian Kingslayer. Um, wow. So that's that's good. That's a good thing. You're like Seth Rollins. You're going in. You're slaying. Is he Norwegian? No, he's <laughs> no, but he's, nope. he's got the set. He's, he's got the Kingslayer gimmick. I apologise for my tardiness. Yes, I was a bit late. You know, life gets in the way sometimes. Okay. But there you go. Uh, so yes, so just a kind of a bit of housekeeping. Uh, website ninety minutesinic.com. Check it out. The previews are terrific. Uh, the Matt was very kind of thoughtful in his preview and, and his predictions almost came true and um, we can talk about that in a bit um some always as always articles are terrific minute by minute that's done by a lot of the time done by graham is it's hilarious um if you can't be at the game it's worth uh worth a follow for that uh and check us out on itunes leave us a little uh review a five-star review would be terrific christian's got his hand up no i was just going to say just as we speak i put up uh, the latest true or false celtic Nice. Uh, for Cynic Riders that has a true or false uh, take on five current statements. Um, I'm going to slide one in later. Okay, So cool. we can do it for the panel as well, but that's up on the website. And tomorrow I think we'll have a new What's If Celtic um, scenarios. Scenarios. Sometimes far-fetched. Parallel universe. Parallel I'm just trying universe to pad Celtic. out this week because it's one game a week now. <laughs> so I'm just trying to squeeze as many articles in. Can I say one thing? See when I was running true or false, right? Back okay. in those, remember true or false? One, one, one true or false every quarter yes. at most. Halcyon days. <laughs> it used to be ran once a week, pal. All right. Anyway, um, I was a solid two-week period. Yeah, once a week. <laughs> once a week, and it was it was known as the easy job. So you used to get Brian putting his hand up yeah. for it all the time. Of course. Um, but the, the the point being, I would never allow that. I would never allow this fence sitting bullshit. It's, it's kind good, of true and it's kind of false. It's true or false, pal. Pick, pick a side. I on more than one occasion sat in the fence and oh, true and false. Because your life is sitting. You, you, yeah. Your address is one sitting on a fence lane. Oh, that doesn't make well, any sense. Right. There's a lot of like things that. on that website that's changed, pal, since I took over. So. Yes. Hey, listen, I gave Especially it to you. Especially the amount of uh, readers we have. Oh, 
listen, if you don't, I don't think you want to go there. <laughs> you know, God gives you something, God can take it away, no problem at okay. all. Click of the fingers. Uh, anyway, so that's us kind of nice. Uh, we do have a massive announcement that will be announced on Wednesday at midday on Twitter. Uh, actually, it'll be announced across all platforms. It'll be a video just explaining what... It'll be on CNN. be on CNN, yes, of course. Um, the big announcement will be announced Wednesday um, at midday, and uh, look out for that, and there'll probably be a podcast detail and everything within the announcement. Uh, over I mean, next. it is fucking huge. It's huge. It's a massive one. Firstly, okay, now, now that we've, we've taken care of that sort of business, uh, four minutes, I think, a record. Um, usually I'm fucking meandering for about 15. But let's look. Let's focus on some news. I'm going to hit you a couple of news uh, pieces, just your thoughts. Chris Armani, Boyata signing for, reportedly signing for Hertha Berlin. Thoughts? Um, if it's true, it suggests nobody of any stature's come in for him. Because why would you go to that footballing backwater that is Berlin? Yeah. Lovely city. <laughs> Great city. Football teams are garbage. Yeah. I mean, he's a Belgian international on a free transfer. Now, we all know quality-wise he's not that particularly good, but there's a dearth of good centre-halves in European football anyway. So you'd think somebody of a higher level would come in for him. Clearly not if he's going there. Now, I know they've got a bit of funding behind them, but seems a bit of a strange one if it's true. Would you, if there was an opportunity to maybe try and convince... If he was opening to listen to offers, would you... Offer him a substantial sort of contract? I'd or? offer him a big contract to sell him. I wouldn't offer him 30 grand a week to keep him for the next four or four years as one of our mainstays because I think you could spend that money better. But would I tie him up if I knew that we could sell him on? Well, I would do that, but otherwise, no. Christian, thoughts? I was just going to say to Samarni, looking back now, there was, it seems pretty certain that Celtic was offered £8 million for Boyata in this last summer. Would, would you have taken that? And not have Boyata this season? I heard it was nine. Let's go for eight and a half. Would okay, you split you in the middle. Would I have taken them and no replacement? No, because that, that's, that, I suppose that was the key issue. Yeah. It was the timing of it. Would you take eight and a half million pounds for Boyata if you knew you were going to get mm. somebody decent in? Ayer, Henry, Joso, Benkovic. <laughs> Henry, come on. Henry. Two, two out of those four. Cope, Comper? Henry, yeah. no. Yeah. Simunovic, Simunovic, whatever you say, is a downgrade on Boyata. Now, Benkovic, he's got his injury. You would have basically been left with a good first-choice centre-half pairing of Ayer and Benkovic. And even then, Ayer hadn't cemented himself at the start of the season. Oh, so Ayer and Benkovic have both had injury. But then again, I guess, if you're looking... And you know that. You would have had a... And you know that. Pretty full biscuit tin, though. Um, Boud, we're well, moving on from the kind of Boyata thing again. These are just sort of tasters to get us in the in the mood. I know that you're already in the mood, my man. I can see it. Look at this. <laughs> what dancing. a boy! I have to get him now. He, he might drop <laughs> soon. <laughs> yeah. uh, just there's been a whole um, this week. It's the end of the season, so it's all these kind of awards coming up. Goal of the season. Yes. Uh, do you have a couple? Do you have one? Have you got a confirmed? Uh, for me, I'm gonna shock you. <laughs> it's against St Johnston. <laughs> It's the, it's the Bruni. It's the Bruni. Absolutely rattles it. Yes. It's a, it's a belter. It's out of note. It's the shock. It's, the, it's the actual shock. You're just, you don't think it's happening until it's happened, and then you're wet. You're a wet mess. <laughs> <laughs> what? Uh, it was outstanding goal. I think he also, if I remember it rightly, he tackles, the, he dispossesses yeah. the, the man, it goes forward a wee bit, comes back to him, and then boom. Yes, uh, terrific goal. Um, against St. Johnson at home. I actually used it in a, one of the intros we did last week. Um, 
I think that's a good choice. Obviously, you are uh, you were loyal to. I'm a brown mark. Yeah, I've yeah. been known as. Yes, you're a brown. It's going to be a long. Part. It's going to be a long. Uh, you're a brown mark, of course. Mark you mark for brown, mark out for brown. Um, but uh, any other contenders? Anything else comes into your kind of thinking? Because we can focus Scott on Brown versus Kamarman. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was number Scott two. Scott Brown versus Hibbs. You know, uh, Tierney did he not have a, a absolute thunder blast of a? That was last season. But yeah, actually, that was two seasons ago. Yeah. But anyway, okay. moving Start on. Start of last season. He'll be there. We'll, we'll <laughs> let him fill in towards yeah. the end of every point. <laughs> Chris, yourself? Uh, it's got to be Scott Brown versus St Johnston because I can't really remember any other good goals. Oh. Can you, can you remind me? I haven't I, done my research. I've got notes. I've got, I got a list. Right, okay. we'll read them out. So, and I'll say yes or no after each of them. <laughs> well, a few, very demanding, Chris. There's <laughs> a couple from probably when I was at... He only not scored against Leipzig. Yes, he did. No, I don't think it was a great goal, but he scored against. But it wasn't a thunder blast, or the way he described it as. It was an own goal. No, he, he yeah, scored. Yeah, it kind of hit off the guy. Ah, uh, yeah, sorry. Ah, uh, yeah. But I have Edward Still. against Leipzig. Not as good as a Tierney goal. But you know, just, um, I got Eddie versus Rangers. Eddie versus Aberdeen away. That's my pick. That's um, my pick for goal this season, I think. Two goals are so live. Oh, the one with the chip to keeper? Aye. Aye, that one. Oh, it's delicious. Another two favourites, uh, Charm versus Rosenberg. Oh, yeah, that oh, was very yeah, good. Yeah. yeah, that was very good. And goal. also Charm versus Rangers. That's a well. The build-up play to that was pretty damn good, yeah. Um, but, see see goals that they talk about the build-up play and then the finishes are tapping? I've never been a big fan of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I like the high XG ones. Yeah. Oh, uh, but cool. I think my goal of the season is Tuda Regenjusen versus Leipzig away. Because that was the most important goal for Celtic this season. Oh, what so. a wank. What a just a pure wank. So, surely a here goal that had lower XG would be more impressive than a high XG goal. Because a high XG goal, you should be finishing that. But did the, the expectation is it's a goal. The team performance behind a higher XG's chance is obviously better. Oh, I, I, I think so. I oh. think it's more about the team than the individual skill I think and luck from what about yards. The keeper drops the ball accidentally and then the guy runs onto it. XG... Off the park. Can we get him on another pint? Yeah, he, uh, he's dominating. You need, to, <laughs> you need to fucking pull it More back. XG later. More XG later. Uh, so, just, we've got, we're going to talk about the Livingston game. We're going to talk about some manager updates. We're going to talk about the semi final against Aberdeen. And then we're maybe going to hopefully have the uh, the game with a drunk bowed. That's, I don't know. <laughs> a drunk bowed or a fully compass mentis Louie. I don't know who's going to be dumber, to be honest. Let's be honest. It's yeah, yeah, bad. It's going to be better. Yeah, of course. So, uh, Celtic versus Livingston finished nil-nil at the weekend. Uh, I took my girlfriend to our first Celtic game. She had a fantastic time. She genuinely loved it. Um, but unfortunately, uh, in terms of performance, it wasn't wasn't great. I'll, I'll give you my kind of thoughts on it first. I thought we, we I thought we started pretty well. I think we did well for about twenty five to thirty minutes. Um, I think if one of those opportunities goes in. Um, Eddie had an opportunity where he probably should have finished where the ball comes into them and he, he's in the middle of the goal um, and he really should finish it. If that goes in, I think you're looking at maybe a 3-0. I think we, that goes in, I think they maybe lose a little bit of uh, focus and uh, we stretch them a little bit further and, you know, we win 3-0. It didn't work to that to, to that level. It didn't work that way. And so I, I kept thinking, harking back to something that Alan, uh, Alan Edgar, who's been great on the pod, said a couple of weeks ago about this idea that, you know, under Rogers it was a case of 
just a bit of patience. Um, we'll eventually get there. We'll eventually the opportunity will eventually come. Don't worry about it. Um, to this Lenin um, sort of right, we need a fucking goal and kind of. You know, the longer a game goes, the more he'll throw the kitchen sink at trying to get a goal. And you know that's just Lennon style, which is which is you know fine if fine if you're winning lots of games by you know considerable amount of goals. But we didn't really create anything in the final third, and it was disappointing. Chris, what was your take? Yeah, it was a pattern that's emerged under Lennon, more so under Lennon, um, that we seem to start games. Really fast. Same um, um, against St Mirren um, during the week. Um, uh, difference being that we just about managed to put the ball in the net, um, and, and we got the one uh, goal lead. But then what you see after that is when we start fast, that we eventually settle into a rhythm. Um, the opposition kind of re- uh, regroup, set out their stall, and we find it much harder to break them down. That seemed to be the pattern against Livingston. And in the first half, we did miss a few chances. Um, we probably should, if we take those chances, we would just be talking about another game in the step to the title. But I think what you've seen was some of the, the issues that we have with Lennon as a manager, I think. I think a lot of it is based on blood and thunder and passion. And then if that doesn't work out right away, then we, we perhaps settle down and we run out of uh, some ideas. In terms of the formation and, and some of the, th- the decisions he made on Saturday were pretty baffling, if you ask me. Um, but my take on it was, you, you could put it down in one of those days, but there were so many daft things that went that, 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 that the manager brought on the day that you, you end up going, Shh, kind of Lennon taking this job full time. Yeah, I think uh, when we saw the kind of the lineup where we were kind of lining up with a back three, um, and you know we've got a three up front that. Tierney's basically playing as a sort of wing back slash part of the front three mm-hmm. was 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 quite interesting. I thought you know it's funny because when I saw that formation and that personnel, I thought fuck, this is actually you know I'm not going to kid on. I wasn't like this could be quite good. This could be quite interesting because it looked young. It looked quite dynamic. It looked like it could actually go and do something. What's your take on it, Bowdo? How did the how did the game pan out for you? It's terrible. <laughs> it's a mess of a game. Uh, I agree everything you've you, you both said so far. I mean, you, the team itself, I see the individual players all look good, but it was it was it was a kind of strange strange lineup. Um, Tam, who just didn't look like a, a player in any of the games he's had so far. He had and one it, piece of really fantastic skill, but <laughs> yeah, but he just which, doesn't which caused Louis to talk on the WhatsApp. <laughs> <laughs> um, he's pish, Louis. I suppose if he's going to get his game and you're not going to do it as itty bitty 30 minutes here, there and everywhere, Livy at home should be a, a doable game to have somebody come back into it. But mm. I just, I think there's too many players there that weren't 100% fit for a start. Do you think it was a case of too many cooks in terms of trying to go for this sort of all-out attack and therefore... We, we yeah, it was, aye, it was just play an actual formation, not just throw everything at, at them. I can understand, you went into it knowing there's going to be 10 men behind the ball for most of this game. But we knew uh, that anyway. Yeah. I mean, that's, you know, like you see, if this was Rodgers and we'd won 1-0, um, we probably would have given him more slack than we do Lennon. That's just the nature of it. And that's, is that fair? It's really not fair, but, yeah. it's, but it's, <coughs> it's just the way it is. Um, not to kind of get away from Livingston and not to Lennon, but have we had a convincing win under Lennon so far? Mm-hmm. With last minute winners and, 
I think the game against Hibs in the cup we played pretty well, but Hibs were pish. Yeah, in the second, I think the second half was particularly was particularly good against Hibs. But t- see, to be fair, perhaps to to some of our performances this season, and certainly under um, Ratboy, under <laughs> Ratboy, and then under Lenny. The case in point about Rogic is highlights. See when we're, we're up against teams that pack in, right? And Rogic, he takes a few games to get back up to speed, and we know when Rogic's in top form, he's a guy that can make a difference. Now we've lacked that. We've lacked somebody who can create that wee bit of magic. We've not got anybody. You, you were relying earlier on in the season and Forrest doing it. A lot of the times he can't do it against packed defences, his form's dipped a bit. So we're missing that wee extra thing that can turn a match. If we don't manage to break teams down doing what we normally do, somebody that can turn it on a six... Roderick's supposed to be that guy, but he's just not been fit this season. And I think that's really missing, and it has been missing. We signed guys like Morgan when it didn't work out. We've signed Schwed, is that the guy's name? He looks good. I mean, he, he, he does look good. He might be the guy that can do it next season. But I think when the chips are down and you need somebody to pull out a bit of magic, we've either not got those players anymore because they've moved on, or the guys that are here aren't fit. Yeah. Christian Wolf. I think this has all been a little bit harsh. Okay. There's um, a surprise. <laughs> I, I've, I think there's a couple of interesting things we can discuss about the lineup. Um, how that kind of influenced the game, but I thought, especially the second half, I think Celtic against uh, a Livingston defense that sits not only sits deep, but they're pretty good at restricting that space in terms of, especially the midfield does a lot of zonal marking. So you get teams like Aberdeen that comes and and, and other teams that just kind of just man mark, and they're slightly bit easier to to pull out the space and. Drag players and, and drag yeah. them out. Whereas Livingston, they looked really organised and they looked like they had clued up with what they're doing. But even with Livy being good at that, I thought at least the first half there was a lot of really good little movements, little flicks, little bursts that created quite a few chances. And as you said, Chris, I think there's a little, that first half is actually pretty good. And I, and I think the result and that you know don't create that many chances in the second half kind of influence how people look at it because I guess it comes down to individually I think this game is that's what happens it's okay you create lots of chances um, I think the same thing with St Mirren same thing with Dundee Celtic actually create a lot of chances in those games and and it's a little bit but the kind of the narrative now is that you know it's, it's Celtic is grinding it out and I think the whole picture is maybe a little bit better than that than just you know. I, I don't think it was that bad. I, I think I can sum it up. I think, I think, I think Lennon it, for the full time job is that what you're saying now? Well, this is the thing. I guess that this is you kind of you kind of hinted towards it there as well. That and I think Lennon feels that every game is a job into you, and I think that kind of drives a little bit of formation changes. How when he makes the subs, it kind of feels a little bit forced. Because Samran said it. There doesn't seem to be a patience there. Patience from the bench. I don't think there's the ever players. been a patience with Lennon, though. I think that's just yeah, and it's kind of he, he wants to kind of tinker a bit too much, and because he knows, you know, this is to be honest, this is going to be his last ever chance to get himself to job permanently again. And I think I don't think having not with that sport. Well, well, hey, maybe not. When AVB goes, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I think he kind of feels 
And it probably doesn't help that every single game after there's a discussion of, mm, does this nil-nil against Levy mean yeah, that that's, he doesn't that's, get the job? I don't want 3 nil. Oh, maybe he's getting the job. It's, it's, it's not helpful. It's really not helpful. And, I, you know, today when I was on the bus coming home, I seen, I think it was like the Evening Times tweeted something like, well, does does the, a win against Aberdeen cement Lennon's position in the job? And it's like, what? And it's a cup game. Celtic might play brilliantly. On on uh, in the semi final and go out and they might play pushing and, and go through like it's just they uh, might have a red card in the first five minutes. Well, yes, the, the Ronnie Dyla. Oh, just well, listen, we'll get to that. Uh, I've got some some thoughts on that. But yeah, no, I, as I said before, and and this is I, I'll, I'll bring in a question from the true and false here. True, uh, true and false. Uh, Can you speak into the mic yet? I, I, well, I'm okay. You've had as a pint. He's had you a drink. You definitely have. Drink. I'm always driving here. <laughs> You've had a drink. I, I've I've had a coffee, which has had the same effect on me. <laughs> Steven, he's been out with his pals or something. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm going to be ten minutes late because we all just assume something's you're, you're putting your ba- son to bed. You're right, fucking in Philly's having a pint. What the heck? pint of Chewborg? <laughs> I can't remember my point. I, no, I remember. Uh, see, that's a um, Essentially, one of the true or false questions is: is should these games, um, the twelve games that Nilan has, had any bearing on whether he gets the job or not? Yes, of course. Yes, I, I don't think it should. Because you're a contrarian. Sorry, Bedko. You don't base the entirety of whether Lennon gets a job on these 12 games. But to say they have no impact. I mean, well, if he well, won well, every game 5 0, he'll never that's be in this situation. If he again. loses games that he shouldn't well, be. Well, losing. the situation it is, the timing, the, the, the context around it. It's it's uh, kind of like a firefighting job, just in reverse. Yeah. Um, so I I, I I honestly don't think you should judge him on these twelve games. I, he's not my choice to be the permanent manager, uh, but I also don't think because he draws against Levy, he shouldn't be the Celtic manager. I, I, I agree. You can't pick out or you drew against Levy. Don't give him the job. He, he lost the semi to Aberdeen, so he it definitely doesn't get the job. But every other game he did well, and he's the best man that we've got. You would still. Interview him if you're going to interview him and still look at. Okay, you're, you're else, saying you're saying right that he doesn't. Um, you don't judge him on these games. Okay, fair enough. What happens if we do lose to Aberdeen and we only win two games and we? What lose if we the lost the league? No. What What if we literally what, lost the league? Okay. It, what happens it, if we lost the league? Yeah. I mean, if if you lose the league, you create. A context around the way he just can't so stay. You'd be judging him on the games he lost then. So it's always a caveat. Mm-hmm. Uh, but no, I, if he loses on on uh, at the weekend, that shouldn't matter if he gets the job permanently. You know, he no, should get the job I, I, if I he's agree. the best candidate. For if it. we win the league by one point, if we go completely. And, and again, these are extreme examples. But my point is, you can't say we don't, we're not. You shouldn't be judged on it. But then, you know, other caveats. Well, one well, way no, or another, get off the fence. It's true or false, pal. What I'm saying there is, is if, if you lost the league from this position, it, it, it just you know, it's kind of when when Ronaldo lost uh, oh, semi final to Rangers. But even for me, if if it's my decision, even if he lost the league, if I believed Daniel Lynn was the best person to take Celtic before the next three years. I would have him there. I don't think so, but I would have him there. But I don't think that you don't. It wouldn't be possible then. But actually, I mean that's the thing. So what I put down was how are we judging Neil Lennon on these twelve games <laughs> that he's got? Are we, well, answer. Um, are we judging him on right now? Are we judging him on his previous stint? Are we ju- judging him on Hibs? What are we judging him on? I'm all at, of it. All of it. Yeah. You judge a manager on his career. Yeah, judging what, judging on what he's done, on what he's currently doing, 
and you weigh that up against the other candidates who are out there. Now, the idea that these 12 games aren't used to see what he can do is nonsense. I'm sorry. But that's not the way it works. I understand what you're saying because if he's the best candidate, he'll get to put his mark on it. But that's not the way it works. Certainly doesn't work at Celtic and certainly not with, well, with Neil Lennon for the full time. It's job. not the way it works. I agree. It work. should be the way it works. Work. Yeah. It should be it some competency-based I mean, questions. I, I think with <laughs> some <laughs> somebody from HR should be there. Okay. Uh, no, I, I think what he's done at, at Hibs is a lot more relevant to me than these 12 games. No. These 12 games. This is, uh, these 12 games is, is complete... Is it 11 Bubble, games 11. if we lose the semi-final? I've had five so fads, you, have had a fa- you have had no, five I haven't fads. had any points. These are also <laughs> a good microcosm of what he's going to have to put up with when we're going from well, he's, not gonna, he's not going to be ahead in the league and one no. cup to go and, and being an interview. If, if he gets the job, that's his. He can plan it. He starts afresh. It's, it, for better or worse, he'll bring his players in. So, no, you, you, I, I think I would pay as, put as little relevance on these 12 games as, as possible. Genuinely agree with you if they aren't extreme results, to be fair. But yeah, I mean, you've got to have some bearing on it. I, I think the point is, yeah, I, I, I agree with the, the idea that we drew with Livingston in a game, you know, if we'd taken our chances in the first 15 minutes, we would have won comfortably. I agree that we shouldn't be turning up expecting to beat anyone. Livingston have had a good season. Um, I get that, right? And he shouldn't be not get the job because of that result, for example. However, we were poor in the second half. And we've been poor in most second halves. Now, we, Lennon, at, what, at one point, we can't give him credit for these results. Um, but then also, when he's not doing well, say, well, it's not his team. You know, you have to be consistent that way. So, you know, you give him credit for, you know, the, the last minute goals. And what I would say is the thing that I, I would judge a manager on is um, substitutions and how that changes the games and tactical changes when you're under pressure or when something happens in a game, right? Would you judge it on um, the quality of chances created and conceded? Not really, no. I don't even fucking know what that means. To be honest <laughs> with but my, my point is, if I can see a manager look... I, I, when a manager changes the game and wins it from a losing position, that's obviously how they make the money, right? Lennon's substitutions alone, uh, since he's been in charge, some of them have been bizarre. Some of his... Some of, you know, Johnny Hayes... I know we talked about this the other week. Johnny yeah. Hayes uh, and, you know, anti only starting the other week was just I, I think that was a bad call. Um but the substitutions that have been made during the games I've found quite odd. Um Well that I, that could be a result of the context of which you're working where he feels he's under this pressure. He feels he has to do something. He feels well, he, he has I, to I, change something. But he needs to get the job isn't that but if if is it well yeah I well I don't think he has as good as manager of Ren Rogers. Oh no, I don't think that's no. But it is is less. But he's not going to be in this <laughs> specific situation again, even if he gets the permanent job. Uh, Chris, see with the kind of you know, let me let me ask you thoughts on Tim, Timo Weir. Yes. What do you think of him? He's a talented player. <clears throat> do you think he should be starting more games? Because um, he came on on Saturday and he did very well. I thought um, he just brought a, a certain level of uh, energy. To it. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he looks lively. I mean, and going back to the St Mirren game, he was, um, especially in the first half an hour when, you know, do, yeah. McGregor, um, Weah, um, a few other players, you know, really, were that Forrest was good at that point, were really at the height of their game and they were cutting them open at will. But given his age and stuff like that, is he ready to start? Is he ready to lead that line? I don't know. It, that's the problem with him and... 
to an extent with Edward as well. They're not, I mean, where's Edward's best position? Coming in, drifting in, outside? No. Is it better? Hmm? No. no. <laughs> right. Is it playing as a central forward, holding yes. the ball up? I don't know. That's the problem. <laughs> I don't think any of them, neither him nor we, I don't think we've got a solid, proper forward at the club who you know exactly where they're going to play on. I, th- I think we are, would have, um, not we are, um, Eddie playing off Dembele would have been fucking phenomenal. And I think that that's something you could maybe replicate. That 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 at the start of the season looked as if it was going to be a fantastic partnership. But the problem that that is about Edward, Dad, I don't see him as a, a front as a a, a goal scoring number nine who's going to rattle yeah, them out or, or, or a guy who's particularly got the normal qualities of somebody who leads the line. Now I think he's a great player. I think he's still got a lot to develop. But I think as a talent, he's he's, he's fantastic. But at the club at the moment, and I think that's one of the issues as well, I don't think we've got that classic forward just now. And we're going back to, well, I know you're going to say that because you're full of bevy and you're a <laughs> contrarian, right? But Wea as well, Wea, the, the thing about Wea as well is probably more so than Edward is we're not 100% sure where his best position is. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Chris, what's your kind of take on uh, Oliver Burke's miss? Mm. It's dreadful. Um He's not I a striker, mean, is he? He's not a striker. And that's, you know, you don't want to hold it against the guy, but um, we've kind of seen it over a long, over the period he's, he's been at the club. He is great at getting into space. He's great at moving. He can run like a whippet. But his finishing just isn't... His finishing's terrible. Yeah. I don't even see... I know you're, you. I thought you were being quite kind there. I think his finishing's abysmal. That, that, those chances against St Mirren were... I think most of us in this room could have finished and he, he hits it with his, his toe and it goes outside of his toe and it goes up with the, again you might have mentioned it when I was out actually but Liam Kelly in goal was outstanding he had a, a, a few good um, I don't think he was outstanding I thought he was alright he had a few very good saves he had some mm. decent saves I think he's a good goalkeeper to be fair um, yeah and, and that's the thing so what are you saying about Edward Christian you disagree I, with Sermani yeah no, I think he has the tools, and I think he he is that, you know, want of a better word, modern centre forward in that he is strong enough to hold it up. I think he's clever when he drops. I think he's his finishing is underrated. I think I think he can do I don't things think like that. Underrated. I think he's I, I, I think well, I think he as a player is still slightly underrated. I mean, his his goal scoring record, the amount of chances he get to. And, See his xG. And his, what's his xG in, a, in per per game? Best in the league. Right, but what is it? Uh, I think on top of my head, zero point six eight. So he has expected goals is on the ba- is on the basis of how many chances he takes. The quality of the chances he gets. Quality. The chance he took, he missed on against Livingston was. Does that go against it because it was in the middle of the goal when he should have finished it? And well, I love Edward. I think Edward is no, but, phenomenal, but, but, but I, st- I do still think he's still a little raw, and but, that's okay. That's but, fine. That's but, okay. That's okay. No, but I d- I d- well, yeah, he's not the finished product, but I think he'll get it. But, but to your point, I think the most important thing, if those of us who looks at the, like the advanced stats, is it's not really you don't really want a striker in a period that that scores. The most important thing for strikers is to get to a lot of chances. Yeah. Even the best strikers, it's not that they score on a higher percentage of their chances than anybody else. It's because they get to more chances than everybody else. So they, yeah, they get so, uh, so, 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 you know, it's, you're talking about people just like maybe Messi would have 
above, above expected, expected for, for seasons and seasons. Best strikers in the world score the most because get to the best what? quality chances. You know what I expect, pal? The ball in the net. There you go. <laughs> hey, that's, fucking, that's all that matters. All that matters. How do you measure heart? Um, what's, <laughs> what's the eye test, pal? <laughs> that's all we need. What do you think? Boy. What do you think the XG for Willie Faulkner would be? <laughs> just like, just like you, I'll say. Uh, <laughs> you don't have one do you, XG. What's, 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 well, what's the career? XG for uh, Edward? What, per game? Uh, per, but per what, game? Game? what is it? Um, I, I think it's zero point six eight. It's got, it's got it's got say zero point six seven. <laughs> <laughs> you can't have. You know, well, you can have yeah, you can. You never. Do so you him. expect him to score thirteen goals a game if you hit? Do you know who Willie Faulkner is? Yeah. Was the it, answer's no, then was, yes, I do expect him to score 13 goals. Yeah, so, you know, Willie Faulkner. Thoughts? <laughs> no. Uh, moving on. But so, like, with the Livingston game, it was just one of those um, really frustrating games. As I say, from my perspective, if we'd taken an early goal, I think we would have won comfortably. Livingston are very well drilled. Um, they know exactly what they're doing. However, we should have beat them. I think I think we created enough chances in the first. I thought James Forrest at points in that first half was terrific, very 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 good. Um, there was a spell of about ten minutes where he looked one of the best players on the pitch. Um, but his form has dipped again, which is fine. Players' forms going, to, players are going to dip in form. Um, it's just I I do want to defend the situation that we're in just now. A lot of players who have been injured. Players have played a lot of fucking games. I mean, I think James Forrest has played 50 games this season. Um, a weird squad where we've got lots of wingers, but we hardly have any you know, central defenders and all of our central midfielders were injured at one point. And, you know, backs get injured at the same time. And it's just a, a lot of it is down to just bad luck. Um, some of it's down to black, bad planning, there, there's no question. I thought when you know I was sitting with uh, my girlfriend watching the game, and I was like, "Oh, what did you think? Who do you think played well?" And she went, "I was a little bit disappointed in Ryan Christie." Um, what you go on? Just say what what was it? Labels yes. two 0 up. Jesus. Two 0 Two 0 Uh, Ryan Christie. Yeah. Big fan. Yeah, I'm a big fan as well. Yeah, I just don't think he really knew where he was playing on Saturday. Well, that's a good point. Um, I think back to the. To formation, what I did, and I think kind of Keith asked him uh, Lennon about this in the press conference after about the formation, and he Lennon kind of said, "Well, we knew Liverpool was going to go three at the back, so we we're just going to you know match, match that." Which I thought was strange because like, oh, that'll allow us to go three at the back because I think you you had at least one centre back you didn't need there, you know, if Benkovic was basically just at the back and Simonovic and and Ayer was more in, in, in Livy's half. And I think what happens is that Christie kind of drifted out into the Sinclair role more yeah. and more because in the middle of the pitch, it was really cla- crowded. It was very and There was nobody crowded. really. And I think Tierney is more effective if he has somebody ahead of him. He can kind of like make, make those runoffs. So, yeah, I think it, yeah, it kind of become a bit more messy. I think he had, again, Christie's good at, making those run behinds and kind of finding those combinations. But yeah, it kind of felt that even just one centre-back and even Scott Brown wasn't really needed in this game. You yeah. could have maybe structured them a bit differently. Yeah. I, and I, I thought it would be a good game to give Brown a break, actually. I just I felt like some of those players were lost in the sort of melee yeah. that was the central centre of, of the of the pitch, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, so from a tactical point of view, I think... 
We just want this season over. I mean, I yeah. know that's not the great. Just going for a historic treble, treble. Let's just get it in the bag. But aye, well, well that's, that's the old situation, though. That's you, you think this will be like the last six, seven games would be okay from the treble, treble, historic, bloody thing, and everybody's just kind of, oh, I can't wait for summer. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I just kind of want it over with. Sorry, about I was just going. Was it Keith that pointed out that there's some shitty rugby game on at Celtic Park? Same. On the name of the final, mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's the rugby. Some rug- and they'll be allowed. Or something like of course, they'll be allowed to drink booze. We need to have a look at those rugby fans. They should be under the police watch because they should have some sort of legislation stuff, against yes. them. To be fair, um, so Obra. <laughs> Obra. Uh, so just looking at <laughs> so just looking at obviously Did they sing that Arabic games as well, the, the biggest disappointment about the Livingston game was that we dropped two points and we just want as I say we want to wrap this title up as quickly as possible so we can focus on so we can play some of the youngsters so we can focus on getting out of the Champions League <laughs> <laughs> playing uh, Rosenberg yeah um, but so we've got Aberdeen at Hamden <coughs> in the Scottish Cup semi-final um Interesting. Aberdeen obviously got to the League Cup final, and you know they've been a tough opponent every time we've played them, with the, with the odd exception. Um, I was looking at. I just thought I'd just. This is just a lot. Of pe- a lot's been said about Neil Lennon's uh, record in semi-finals as Celtic manager. I've not taken into consideration anything outside of Celtic for any of these guys. Um, I was just looking at kind of managers since Martin O'Neill what their kind of record is in the Scottish Cup and the League Cup, and I'm just going to get, kind of go over it. So Martin O'Neill had 10... Ca- if you can consider the League Cup and the Scottish Cup as two separate campaigns, uh, he had 10 campaigns, and he won three Scottish Cups, and he actually he got to every single final when he was in charge of Celtic. He won three victories and two defeats, and those two defeats came against Rangers. In the League Cup, it was one victory, um, one semi-final defeat in the League Cup. That was against Rangers... Um, a quarter-final defeat against Rangers as well. He, I, I, he actually went out of the cup to one team outside the Rangers, and that was Inverness, Caledonia, and Thistle when we got to the the Seville season. So a pretty incredible record. Uh, Strachan in eight campaigns. Strachan had three victories. Um, Strachan's record is not fucking great. Two quarter, two, two, four quarter-final defeats and one third-round defeat. Neil Lennon. So in eight campaigns. Lennon what had had uh, yeah two victories in the Scottish Cup, so he won two Scottish Cups, lost two finals, two finals. One of them was against Rangers. One of the game was was against Kilmarnock, and he was knocked out three in three semi finals. And the teams he was knocked out with again, not the teams he was knocked out against uh, in the semi finals were Hearts, uh, Saint Mirren, and Ross County. So. Looking at looking at Lennon, um, it's not that much difference from Strachan, really. Um, so I mean, it, it's just unfortunate that we, you know, went out of. We lost a final. We don't often lose finals, uh, but we lost that final to Kilmarnock. Um So uh, looking at, by the way, I didn't even mention only dialer stats for the f- for cups because they are fucking undefeated <laughs> they, with eleven men. I, um, uh, except four penalties. Yeah, I was going to say yeah. So. Um, Aberdeen game, Bowdy, how are you feeling? What are you thinking? Hey, I'm not I'm not terrified, but I'm not 100% confident. Um, I think if we go there 
I think the most important thing is that he plays fit players. If we play our best fit lineup, we should beat Aberdeen. You think so? You, 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 we, we should beat them just like that? Not just like that. <laughs> Explain how we'll beat them. With fit players. With fit yes. players. But what happens players if that aren't injured. But my, my point would be if you Players put, that aren't Tam Rogic. Oh, Tam Rodic has got quite a good record he against loves Aberdeen. He loves it in the cup. Yep. You'd definitely oh. play him, wouldn't you? That's the 100%. <laughs> He's the first name in the team sheet. Big time. Play him in goals. That's what I say. Uh, so you, you're, you're kind of undecided. Obviously, it's a national trophy semi-final, so you, we don't have, as you mentioned, you know, we don't have any right to beat anyone. But how are you feeling, Chris, going on to you? Uh, a wee bit apprehensive. Um, using the history test to judge managers. Um I don't know what test you use, actually. <laughs> Save it for later, right? But Lennon's record at Hamden fills me, doesn't fill me with a great deal of confidence. The The last few games whereby we've maybe struggled to score, maybe got some late goals or whatever, the form leading up to it and the fact some of our key players aren't particularly fit, even the likes of in central midfield, certainly Roger, Christie and Cham, these guys haven't played a lot of football. So going in, I mean, it's we know Aberdeen are in a decent run of form just now, and well, they've, they've certainly looked better in recent weeks. You know, they'll be tough to beat. We've played them at Hamden before, so I think it's going to be a really difficult game. Um, I think we'll probably sneak it, but I don't say that with as much confidence as I would in in, in other semi-finals. Christian Wolf, thoughts just going into the game? Yeah, I think I'm probably the most nervous in front of an Aberdeen game since. Since Ronnie Dyla uh, was there, um, I think Brendan Rodgers had the measure of Aberdeen. He had the measure. He, of he really, McGuinness. he really did. Yeah, he just McGuinness was incapable of doing the tactical things needed. Is I mean, a lot of that should still sit in the the DNA of that backroom staff. If you want to say Kennedy is there, or like the analysts are there, they kind of know how. They should play against Aberdeen, but you kind of go, I think Aberdeen see this as, it's, this is now or never. Big I opportunity. Mean, yeah. yeah, and it, it's it's in the, the form they're on, the form Celtic's on as well. Um, so yeah, I think they got kind of the, the bit between the teeth now, and I, I think, I, you know, I mean, Celtic's got a bit of players, and they might go out and might blow them away, but I think that the likelihood is, is going to be pretty, pretty tight and tense. Yeah, um, I think looking at the, the last game we played against Aberdeen, um, at home, where it was obviously a draw, we didn't create a lot. Aberdeen are very well drilled. They know everyone know exactly knows what their job is, um, and that's why it's taken a moment of magic from Rogic on a lot of a lot of times, or a Forest um, special, or a back heel from from Sinclair yeah. to really something really dramatic and you know something that's gonna. Put the the crowd, the the rest of the the team, sort of you know, in full force, in full front, and and the the problem with with that is, Tam Rogic does not look fit. No, I wouldn't play. I wouldn't that, start him. That Hamden is a big pitch. Um, we really need to look at what we're doing. And what Aberdeen do, um, which I talked about earlier as well, is it's, it's especially midfield. They just go man marking. And, and they just follow those three midfielders and they try and, and place them. So you need guys that are willing to keep running and do those runs, especially McGregor and Christie if they sit in front of Brown to able to pull their markers away as well. And I think key players offensively could be somebody like Christopher Ayer because if they go man-marking in midfield, <laughs> hey, it's... it's, it's it's true uh, because he, he can bring the ball up and he can be that spare man and and 
I think if, if you look at this, when you watch the games as well, look at how when Ayer goes up because he's on the left side, Edward always dro- like drops to the left as well. So look at Ayer and Edward in terms of how they always try to link up. And I think that often very happens and then you get players around that on the edge of the box that, that, that makes things happen. So I think that's key. I think you need those two midfielders uh, in front of Brown to be... Well, to be McGregor and Christie because they have the capacity to do that. They have the capacity to find spaces. Um, Rodjick, at the moment, I, I would bring him on later on when when Aberdeen is is tiring. Yeah, Chris, how do you how do you approach this game? Um, similar to to Christian, I wouldn't start Rodjick because he, he's had a couple of games now. He's, he maybe hasn't looked up to speed, but he might be the difference. I think we just. In terms of we go with a back four for a start, right? I don't want to. I don't want to play with a back yeah. three. I, I think we need to set up with that. One thing that we have to say it's quite positive in the last few games is we haven't really looked defensively troubled. We've looked. We've, we've kept a number of clean sheets. So I think we go to four at the back and we can kind of build from there. I would be very much. I very much want to play Christie, especially for his energy. Yeah. Um, to, to bring him in the game. Um. And I think you would have as much pace as you can on the park at that time. I think it might be tight later on. So you're going to have to save guys like Rogic or, you know, even Weir or somebody from the bench who might be able to run at tired legs and create that. Would would this be a good one for Burke? (laughs) You just all right him at all, do you? No, I I don't. But I keep saying about Burke, I'd love to see them. Out right or even out left, but he's, he's just been played it's mostly up front. The pitch, the, to, to be fair, this pitch yeah. might be made for him in terms of w- what his attributes are, which is raw pace and the, the you yeah. know the, the room that he might be able to go in. It might be some I wouldn't start him, but he may be somebody that you would maybe look to bring off the bench. But in terms of the overall approach, you go and you you don't do anything rash. You maybe try and get get at them early, but you need to kind of. Make sure that we're defensively sound because this could be a tight one, but we have got some firepower on the bench who could maybe turn it late. Bow thoughts? Yeah, no, I agree with with most of that. Um, again, I think you're right about Burke. His pace could be potentially game changing, but I just you can't control the ball. Though. <laughs> like he's well, just that's the have him on a wing, running. And you can't cross the ball. Have someone next to him <laughs> pass to he cross it for him. And they just come on the pitch. The <laughs> it's it's like you're describing Forrest Gump. Because yeah. <laughs> he is incredibly fast. But it's just, it's, I remember years ago, it was like Kenny Miller playing for Scotland. It's like he'd get into great positions and then he'd blow it. I remember he was, remember like a couple of times he was in Italy. We played Italy, it was 0 0. The ball's played through Kenny Miller, but. But busts past Nesta. He's one on one with uh, Buffon, and he just passes it to him. It's that sort of frustration that yeah. he can get so far ahead of everyone, but it doesn't really matter because when he gets there, he can't cross and he can't pass, and his decision making isn't great. I'm, I'm, so I'm, I'm not ready to give up on Burke. I'm not. No, I'm not. But I, I don't think I, it matters because we're not going to pay the money for him. I, I don't think he should have been playing up front, uh, even though he gets a lot of chances. I the only way he starts for me is instead of Sinclair on the left. Um, Does Lennon not like Sinclair? I don't. I, I'd play Sinclair, but I don't know. And Burke why and Sinclair hasn't. have actually linked up pretty well when they played together. Like they've combined to create goals. Yeah, opportunities. I'd, sorry, sorry, just interrupted. <laughs> I'd be more inclined to play Weir instead of Sinclair. If, see if you gave me a choice between Weir and Buck instead of Sinclair. I'd, I'd play Sinclair as well, just because of his goals. I mean, we'll come in team selections in a second. If you said you can play Burke or, or Weir on the left, I'd go with Weir. 
Oh, I'd definitely go with, with Weir. I think I'd go Burke. Well, well I'd go with Weir. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think I would go Burke. Bout, deciding vote. <laughs> no. Don't, don't. Um, but just, just on that uh, Sinclair situation, how, how are you reading that? Do you think it's a contract thing? Mm? Do you think it's a contract thing? No. No? No. I, uh, yeah, I think you're right. I think Lennon's... Maybe he just doesn't fancy him. Yeah. He's been on the Kerrydale Street or the Huddle Board, seen some, <laughs> seen some comments and decided, not my man. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Don't come in for contract negotiations. Have you seen this poster, <laughs> by the way? <laughs> um, but, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I... I find the Sinclair situation weird just because Sinclair is, you know, no matter what you think of his uh, performances overall in the season, he's, he's still a goal threat. He's more of a goal threat than, than Burke, as as we'd say. Mm. Um, oh, okay. I'm just saying, uh, Burke, yeah, Burke, Burke, because he's very good at getting in the box near the ball. You're very good at Burke's XG is, well, because he's, he's cool. It's, Quite a like small sample, so I'm, I'm not going to compare. See his XG but it is, is highest in the what league. What was his XG in the last minute of that game? XG's highest in the league. Well, if if it's, I wouldn't count because Burke does play about seven games. But if if you take the sample as low as seven games, is is Burke's because he gets to those huge chances. But as Gal said, <laughs> so just he can run fast. No, because he, he, he can't finish. It. Well, well, but you don't. But has he scored any goals? Yeah, he's he's scored, nothing to do with the finishing. Nothing to do with the finishing. Well, that's it's the chance. Well, I tell you, it's the quality of the chances you get to. What you do with them, uh, you know, you could be like Tony Watt and just have really high HG but never score. Tony Watt um, basically has knocked back a contract with St Johnston. I'm getting terrified at this point. He's coming to Celtic because he's coming is, home. Is um, his XG so high? See for a guy <laughs> who I think he's he started the season pretty well, and then he's only scored two goals since I think December or even before that. For a guy who St Johnston might actually be his level, or you know he might be lucky to get a contract but with him, to knock back a contract, I think is a bit mental. There'll be somebody at Leipzig looking at his XG, <laughs> and they'll be saying, "Tony, what's the man? He's got what's great the man XG." Well, well, they've had him empty hard drives before. So Alan Partridge is back in the BBC. <laughs> Tony Watts film twenty nineteen. <laughs> That's where we're going. That's why he's knocked is, it back. It's, he's literally doing that on that that terrace show. Have you seen that? No. Is he still doing the... I, f- walk, I feel the like they're stuff? kind of taking the piss out of him. Oh, they're not kind of taking the piss out of him. No, completely. Yeah. I don't think he's in on the joke either. But, um, yeah, aye, he does stuff on Twitch now as well. So, uh, let, let's just, as we're film, uh, finishing up here, let's look at um, lineups. Um, Chris, you mentioned back four. What's your back four? Um, back four. Bane. Um, Tierney Ayer <laughs> Christian's loving it <laughs> Benkovic and we'd see Lustig's in possession of the jersey oh so Christian I'm going Toljan Toljan uh, you know why because so he's a better player that's why just try to get a raise with a gal <laughs> is he a better player he's I think not, so. he's not a better player there's not much in it Right, so I, I think you need Jeremy to pin Aberdeen Toja. back, and I think he's better at doing that than Lustig. <laughs> Big steamboat Willie over here, down. <laughs> but I, I think it'll be Lustig. Right, uh, so so well, okay. So Lustig, Tierney, Benkovic, Ayer, Bain, Bowd. Do you agree? Do you disagree? Would you go back four? Would you go back three? 
Back four, but I'm on the Toljan train. I've on that all the same. Bowed. I love Lustig. I love him. You clearly don't. You've not picked him. Look, look, he (laughs) he even betrayed Scott Brown once. Yeah, I know this guy. This guy's out for himself. Listen, nobody's thrown anybody under the bus like Louis and Tam. Right, that was despicable. (laughs) Yeah, that is the worst. And then his backpedalling on that live lunch on Friday about Scott Brown. No, I didn't didn't say by any means necessary. I said... I mean, uh, it's literally... There was a song of him saying... We literally... It's literally... A, a song um, by any means necessary. Uh, so again, I guess we're going four, two, three, one. Would we all agree with that? Is that what we're looking at? You think? I mean, I'm going four, three, three. I don't know about you. Okay, okay four, three, three. Um, well, you can let me know. What's your midfield, Chris? I would play captain yeah. Scott Brown. Love it. By any means necessary. By any means necessary. He is on that pitch. He is on that pitch. Don't you worry about that. He will be. Uh, accompanied, sidekicked in midfield by Callum McGregor. Calmac, good squad player, that boy. Good squad player, you know, he's done well. Done he's well he's done, well for done well for himself. He'll be back in the reserves by the end of the season, though, let's be honest with you. Certainly his place won't be taken by Mr. Rogic. Anyway, we'll start a Paddy Roberts room because we need to get him back <laughs> Don't in. You fucking worry about that. Um, ahead of him, I would play, despite his. Poor performances, um, Olivier and Jam. Oh, s- Ooh. 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 Oh, hello. Ooh. Interesting. Ooh. Um, so that's your three. We'll, I get, we'll, we'll, we'll count the, the, the final three as a final three. Um, Bowd, agree, disagree? That's an interesting one. He's got his wee book out and he's taking a wee know. note. I don't know. <laughs> um, Brown and Calmac, yes. I feel Christie's safer. I think in, if Encham brings it, He's a match incredible, yeah. But I would, I would go Christie. 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 So Bowd has uh, Christie instead of Encham. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, my back line would be exactly the same as Samani's midfield wise. I would go. I'd go Brown Calmac, and I like the idea of Encham. I really do. Um, but in this case, and for this instance, you know. If Encham hadn't had, if Encham had played more games, Christie's played more games this season and just looks a little bit fitter than Encham. Mm. Um, I, as I mentioned it last week, that I would build a team around Encham. I think he's a a really fantastic talent. But for this game, I would uh, go with Christie. Yeah, I think next season I I would have liked it to be Christie McGregor Cham. Yeah, but, you know, but Brown's going to play here. You wouldn't put him out. I would go Christian McGregor, but I think there is a way you could squeeze Cham in there as well by putting Christie kind of off Edward more in the Sinclair role, which I think would be interesting. But again, I, 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 I think I'm just tinkering now. I'm, yeah. I'm just trying to get the job permanently. I'm trying to force something. Um, but so I'd, I'd, I'd call myself down. John See, Kender would come over, have a word and say, look, would you play Christian McGregor? And Cham, and Cham is, a, is a risk, right? Because we can see how he can turn on a sixpence to go from being really classy and elegant to the next game playing really poorly. Reason being, though, is Christie's came on in the last few games or and played and he, he has got a lot of energy, but he is just back as well. Yeah. And in terms of stretching Aberdeen <laughs> later in later in the game, because I do think this will be tight. I think you'd rather they, bring Christie. I would on rather it. bring Christie's energy on later in the game. Whereas I think if you bring in Cham on at the start, if you start on Cham, 
It's better starting to Encham than bringing him on. Yes, yeah. because if if yeah. if if Encham doesn't perform the way he can and probably doesn't do often enough, then you've got somebody else who you can bring on. I just think Encham could is probably. Well, you said Christie's safer. I'd look at it another way, and I thought Encham might be safer. Um, and then maybe bring. I uh, wouldn't be a worse job. I think yeah. you're right in that. Probably not putting Cham off the bench, but you've seen Christie coming on. Well, in the cup yeah, this season as well I'm, I'm done yeah, this yeah. Right, so your, your three bowed who's your three up front hey. Mark Voduk has left by the way he, he, he left in one of the windows before before this one so, so. Willie Faulkner in the middle <laughs> big Bobby Faulkner um, <laughs> so Eddie <laughs> I don't know why that's funny big Eddie's Bobby. definitely playing <laughs> big Bobby Faulkner <laughs> Um, speaking, I, speaking to the mic, you know. <laughs> right, so Eddie, Eddie's, Eddie, your, Eddie's your focal point. Yes, Eddie's your nine. And I, I would probably just be really boring and go with Forrest and Sinclair. Right, so no one, we know exactly what they can bring. Yeah. Um, Chris, similar? It's got to be Eddie. I think we it's all got agree. To be Forrest. We all agree it's got to be Eddie, it's got to be Forrest. I would, I would. I'd probably start with Sinclair. Sinclair's one of these guys who he's liable. He's not been very good in the last few games, but he's liable to get a goal. goal, Yeah, and I don't really want him to be at Celtic long term in terms of he's influencing games where he doesn't. See, when he doesn't score, sometimes you're like, why are we paying him? But in a game like this, I'd rather he was on the park than not to start off with. Although I wouldn't be adverse to you know tinkering. As uh, Lennon apparently does, and uh, maybe a wee, wee team aware. A wee team aware, possibly. But I would, if you ask me to pick, I would say Sinclair. Yeah, I, I think that kind of goes to what you were saying about uh, Christie as well. Like I think he, him, if you're if you're if so, we're struggling late and it's nil nil, I think I, I think pace off the bench. I, I yeah. think I think pace could be important later in the game. Yeah, because I think this Aberdeen's could be quite be, dogged. Yeah, Aberdeen's gonna blowing after ours. Yeah, um, Christian, your your front three. Oh no, I, I would do Sinclair, Edward, and Forrest as well. But I don't. There's there's a player here that nobody has mentioned that Does I. Work? Well, no, we mentioned him. Um, that I think will play, and we haven't mentioned him yet. Tam Logic? No. Johnny Hayes. Oh, I geez. think Johnny Hayes is starting. Johnny Hayes over Sinclair. I wouldn't, but I think he is. Looking at last few games, that that probably makes sense. But <sighs> I'm not. Again, like I think that's the point. It's like not who we. Who, I, I think I honestly think Lennon will go with the team that that we've described. Myself and Chris. No, sorry, you've chosen Chan. Myself and, and Bowd. No, you chose Tolja. <laughs> Your <laughs> team, my team. Right. I think he'll probably go with the team I've chosen. And actually, you know, the more I think about it, he probably will go with Johnny Hayes. And just to confirm, we've all agreed that we don't think Neil Lennon should get the job. <laughs> it's not good enough to be Celtic manager. And you've went with the same team as him. Fuck up. Are we so, not going with no, him? That's manager either. I said Scott, Scott, okay. Scott Sinclair. So you're one off. Aye. One off yeah. a terrible team. Oh, fucking who you talking to? How are you going to mix it up same way as he does? Right, bio, warm up. <laughs> <laughs> you're coming in at left back. <laughs> yes. Um, so with that, we're going to do predictions and then we'll move on to this little game. Prediction for the, the Scottish Cup semi-final match against Aberdeen. Christopher Bout. 2-1. Uh, who's your scorers? Uh, Scott Brown. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I think Eddie will score 
and then where will score and I don't really care who scores for Aberdeen. Love it. I'm going to give my prediction. My prediction is exactly the same 2-1. I think it will be Edward and I think it will be an Edward double. Uh, Christian Wolf. I'm going to go 2-1 as well but after extra time. Oh, fuck. Oh, I can't be fucked up. I can't be. I, know, I can't not cheeky be. Cheeky twist. I, I've, and yeah, I, I think Cal McGregor. Okay. And then... Uh, I was, I was always going to say big Chris Iyer there, but he, he never scores. Um, so um, big bio, big bio, <laughs> big no uh, Edward double, no McGregor with the first goal and Edward with the winner. I think some man bots Willie Faulkner is he on your score sheet for you? <laughs> His XG is uh, Tommy Coyne. <laughs> He's offside. Aberdeen one. Okay, Aberdeen one. I love this. It's exciting. Celtic. One oh. full time. Thirty minutes of extra time coming up. Okay, here we go. But erase yourself, bud. <laughs> already <laughs> My stomach's a wee bit. These pints might be after extra up. time. <laughs> Aberdeen two. Oh Jesus! Celtic They've scored three. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. yeah! There we go. That uh, was a ride and a half. I, 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 was, I don't actually think that. I think two one. But building <laughs> the drama there. That was um, <laughs> McGregor will get one, and Edward will get two. Or uh, Edward will <laughs> just get both of them if I go with what I really think, which is two one. Which is what I was saying. So terrific! It's good to have you on board. So yeah, that that's the that's our predictions for the Scottish Cup semi final: Celtic versus Aberdeen. We now have that's us exactly on one hour. So we've hit our hour mark. If you want to turn off now, that's fine <laughs> for Christians. We game hang. Um, we have Christopher Samani, who's an old hat of this. Um, Old hat. Old hat. Remember, yeah. you can choose any player at any position. That's so, right. That's right. Um, Chris Bowd, you're new to the, the game. You listened to the last one. He looks terrified. I'm He's so scared. Ste- <laughs> steaming out of his box. Uh, so, Christian, can you go over the rules again? In case I, I will go over the rules. They're pretty easy if your name isn't Louis McCaffrey. <laughs> um, so, we have two captains here. They're going to pick a Celtic team yep. based on my set criteria. You will. There will be a coin toss to start. I will do it out there, uh, Sermani. Uh, remember, speak it, remember, speak it at your mics, everyone. Heads. Heads. Tails. Bowed. That means you got the choice of going first yep. or going second but having two picks your first go. Can and I, I, uh, I'm going to pressure you now. Don't to can I not know what the rules are? Nope. No. I know if I'm no, going. No. no, that's the whole, that's the drama of it. Uh, I'll go. So second gets two picks. Yes, I'll go second. Okay. Okay. So it's twenty oh, seconds. It's twenty seconds second. for each pick. Um, you can choose any, any. You can start anywhere because Chris did yes. put, chose goalkeeper. I'm, I'm last getting time. to that. Okay. Okay. There's so a set of rules. I'm following. Oh, you didn't follow him last time. You have to get his pen because I need a pen. That's fine. As Christopher says, you get 20 seconds it's for each pick. It's one pick each, except for Bout, who's getting two his first time. Unless you don't pick a player within the 20 seconds, the next player gets two picks. Um, emphasize on team. Teams. You need to put a team up. You don't have to start with the goalkeeper, but this yeah. team would have to be able to beat the other one in a two-legged tie. So, for example, we'll put this up on Twitter tomorrow. Yes. Um, and, for example, Sermani won the game last time, but the Twitter followers thought that Louis' team would have beat Sermani's team. Yeah, I think, essentially, if, if somebody puts Henrik Larsson in their team, they're going to win the yeah. Twitter poll. He also put uh, Pierre Van Hoydonk out wide. <laughs> um, I think that shows... Um, you're getting the players at their peak. Mm-hmm. Okay. At their peak. So, okay. yeah. And, and I think so, not at Celtic, just their peak. Just their peak. Their peak. 
So if we're ready, Zermani is going first. I will now give the criteria. Okay, and I'll hit 20 seconds. Listen carefully. Once I've said it, the 20 seconds start. That's pressure. pressure. The criteria is, according to Celtic Wiki, players signed under Gordon Strachan and Ronnie Dyla and any youth team players given their first team competitive debut under either. Signed by Strachan or Dyla, youth team players given the debut on either. Chris Samani, okay. 20 seconds. Three, two. Kieran Tierney. Okay, there you go. Write it down, okay. Right, so. In. So, okay, so stop. So, Bowd, you've got 40 seconds. So, two players, 40 go. seconds. Go, Bowd. I have a list here of order. Yes, uh, also, can you get... Give me some. And it's not accurate. I, I've not even looked at it, but it won't be. So, Bowdy, you've got hey. ten, 10 seconds. Has been has gone by. <laughs> He's bottling a steroid. You got two picks. Oh, you got 40 seconds, but... Okay, okay. Because hey. signed by Strachan, signed by Dyla. There's lots no of... No Lennon's. No! Just Strachan or Dyla. and Dyla. Okay, okay. Christian actually yelped there. <laughs> you've got 30... You've got 10 seconds, Bowdy. you to think. Two players. Hey. You're running out of time. Craig Gordon. Yes. That's one. One more. One and more. You get, you get and... You're fucked. Nakamura. Yep, there you go. Yeah, there you That's go. fine. Okay, so, Sarmani, um, I'm just going to reset the clock. Three, two, one, go. Paddy Roberts. Boom. Whoa. Okay. Um, Christopher Bowd. Three, two, one, go. Jarasic. Okay, that's fine. Um, Sarmani, three, two, one, go. Go. Remember, it's a team as well, so it needs to be structurally. You have okay. a left back and a right winger. Yeah. So far. Yes. <laughs> Ten seconds um, gone. Lustig. Lustig. There we go. Hold but on. this Hold is on. a lot more efficient. Lustig. Is Neil, that... Le- Neil no. Lennon signed Lustig. Lustig's not a, a valid choice. I've done a Louis. Yeah, you've I've done, done a Louis. Louis. So, Bowdy, you've got two Bowd chances. Two choices I'll, don't worry, you'll be getting them back. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, clock's ticking, Bowdy. Scott yeah. Brown? <coughs> no. Scott Brown signed on, uh, by Strachan. Strachan? No. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Strachan. Oh, no, yes. Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Right. Oh, I was Sorry. G- right. Sorry. Okay, Sorry. right, so, Bowdy, you've got... Uh, I've stopped the Louis. clock there, right? So, you've got... I did a Louis. Sorry. You've got one more. Yeah, you've only used 15 seconds, so take your time. Strachan. You're giving him a lot of thinking. Think about Ronnie, da- Ronnie Dyla as well. Ronnie Dyla signings. The loan signings uh, fine as well. Okay. Debuts. Debuts. Uh, Virgil van Dyke. No. Oh, oh fuck. Can I get two now? Yes, yeah. you get two. Right, okay. So, three, Christ. two, one. Ah. Chris, go. Um. <laughs> Virgil van Dyke, you fucked it. <laughs> I, listen, I know. Listen. I get so excited when his name came in my head. Yeah, you yeah, get 40 seconds. So, I'll have... Um, Look at you, Stuart really? Armstrong. Stuart Armstrong. Yeah. Okay, Stuart that's Armstrong one. Is there. Okay, and you've got. To, you, you've only used fifteen seconds, so that's that's no problem at all. Um, let me think. So we got central midfielder, right winger, left back. About who's uh, Christopher Ayer. Yeah. Oh, you dirty bastard! <laughs> Celtic Vicky has him as a dialer sign. So three, two, one, bowed. You've got twenty seconds to pick a player. Okay. Okay. There's um, so many obvious ones. Oh, there's so many obvious ones. That, that I'm pure. If you're listening to this now on the podcast, it is a lot. It's completely different under these, you know, stresses. Yeah. Bowd, you've got Bowd, six, The clock is ticking while we're talking. Six seconds left. Uh, a Gary. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. It's Lennon. Not signed on the striker. <laughs> Mowbray. <was it? laughs> yeah, right. I think Chris, you've, Chris you've got twenty. 
you get 40 right, seconds. Sh- 40 uh, seconds. No, but if I blow on one of them, right, okay. So Remember to speak into your mics, guys? Yeah, I know. Aye. Aye. <laughs> As he does. Um, <laughs> who signed him? Who? But if you if you throw them out, I'll tell you if they're signed or not. No, you can't do that. Can't do that. No, I can't do that. Actually, you, you can't oh, do that. Right. Um, okay, right. Twenty seconds. Hinkle. Yeah, Hinkle. Yeah, that's Hinkle. Right, so you get you get sixteen seconds left um, to go with. Uh, I'm just actually now. You got left back, right back. Oh, you get ten seconds. Ten seconds. Field right winger. Seven, six, five, four, three. John Gaudet. One. John Gaudet. There you go. There you go. Uh, Bowdy. Um, Bowdy. You have Bowdy a keeper, central midfielder. Or Louis. I'm going to start you in three, two, one, go. <laughs> it's wee face. Um, denier. Yeah. Yes, yes. Denier. There you go. Good Look. shout. Lovely stuff. All right. Um, so, right. Chris. Probably at his best at Celtic. Um, three, two, one. Chris. 20 seconds. Eh... Uh, You've got a good-looking team there, quite balanced. Um, uh, what are you missing? Um, good players. <laughs> um, you get 10 seconds, you're on at a time. I can't really think of anybody, I can't even think of a keeper here. Uh, oh, there's an obvious one. Oh, there's a really obvious one. No, A really I'm obvious one. Forster? No. Well, uh, uh, that's bowed for, no. for two. Bowdy, uh, you're away. Colo Turi? No, no. <laughs> that's Brendan Rodgers. Oh fuck! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Well, you right, still got there seconds. Is, there, is, there is a really obvious one. You still got right. seconds. Go. Bang. No, he doesn't. He got it wrong. I got it wrong. It no, ah, okay. I'll make a. Let's right. make up. Arthur Boric. Arthur Boric. Okay. You and you've got another one. You've got you get forty-five billion minutes. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, funny you can't remember. It's, it's, it's quite difficult. Um, How are you picking out Yarasek? Oh, Ronnie, Dyla, I mean, Ronnie Dyla. Oh, do, do I want my team to be good or do I want to pick <laughs> Danny McKay Stephen? <laughs> there's a there's a very obvious one as well on the Dyla. Right, you've got you, you're you're coming up for thirty seconds, so you get, aye, you've got ten seconds now to think of something, um, someone, and yeah, Thomas Gravison. Yeah, yep, Tommy Gravison. Right. Bowed. Bowed okay. Three, two, one, go. Think about it, Bowed. <laughs> Think about it. So, Bowed, you only got a centre back. You don't have anything else in defence, by the way. No. Bowed, think about Strachan teams. Strachan teams, Dyla teams. I'm naming Strachan players and they were all signed by other people. Right, yes. six, five. Think about think Dutch strikers who've got really long names. Oh, so, Van Hesseling. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, That's a bit of a cheat. Oh, come I on, fucking. Uh, uh, do you want yeah. it? Yeah, yeah we'll give it to yep. him. Come he's on. A, he's struggling. Well, you don't fucking night, Chris, yeah. to be fair. <laughs> right, Chris Samani, three, two, one, go. Can I get a hint? <laughs> Are you actually annoyed? No. Okay. <laughs> it's a crap game. I'm actually annoyed. <laughs> Aye, definitely. Um, but how do you think about that? I know it's hard, but just think. I know because you're under pressure, but right, you get seven seconds. Also, Samani. players at their peak signed on this tracking. Three, two, one. Barry Robson. <laughs> Right, okay. yeah, well, there we go. About one of the best central midfielders ever. Did he well. say Noy Keane? The left. Sorry? Did he say Noy Keane? Yes, he did. He yeah, did. Yes, there we go. I'm a little midfield heavy right now. <laughs> <laughs> What's your team about? Uh, I've got Brown, uh, Keane and Yarasek. As that's, a fucking, that's fucking pretty yeah, good, to be fair. He's got Nakamura. Yeah. Yeah. So, Manny, three. His team's better than mine. Three. You've got two players left. Two, one, go. you got... It's clock well, sticking. I've written that I can't. I, I'm, I'm now struggling. I can't think. Of you need a centre back. I need a centre back and yeah. a forward because I'm playing four four two. So 
can you give can you throw out a nationality for him? Scottish. <laughs> Fucking hell. Right, Samani, so you're running out of time. Long hair. Three, two, Griffiths. One. No. Did Lennon sign? Aye, Lennon sign Griffiths. Right, Bowed, you've I've, got two. I have two shots. Two, three, two, one, go. So you need three players bowed. 46. Yeah. You, you have one defender. You can I get know. so, you know. Two in here. Try. Oh, hey. No. Remember who gave them their debut as well? You yeah. know, is that a, that's a thing? Forrest? No. No, you fucked it, Bowdy. You absolutely <laughs> fucked it quite quickly as well. Uh, so, Manny, three, two, one, and you gave go. Gave them their debut. I'm yeah. just saying that there might yeah. be guys, I'm not, you know, you, you grabbed youth Kieran Tierney. Yeah. Like, so youth players who get their uh, debut. Defenders signed by Dyla as well. Yeah. There's plenty. Defenders. You just need a, a centre-back. Right, you're running out of time. Boyata. Just... Do you want him? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one. Do you want him? Whatever. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> hell. Boyata. Boyata. Bowd, you still got three players you need to get. Yeah. And you got one defender. Right, so Bowdy. Uh, clock, four. Clock's ticking. <laughs> no, you only need three. <clears throat> Six. Five. Jesus Christ. This is a struggle. I'm trying to think of defenders signed by Ronnie Dyla. Think about uh, bloody uh, Golden Strang teams. Last team they got in is the last 16. Guy who played for Hearts, remember Central Mid? Three. Oh, wait a minute. Presley. That's not. Okay, go. there you go. There we go. There's a defender. Yeah. There you go. Stephen Presley in your team. <laughs> I might have a chance. <laughs> <laughs> so, three. Well, you need a striker. Right, yeah, three. Like two. One go. Thank anybody. What about the guy who sco- who remember played for Motherwell? I'll, I'll, I'll give you. I didn't want Boyata, and I don't you want Scott McDonald. Somebody with long hair. Somebody with long hair from the south of Europe. Oh. Could play as a striker. Samaras. Samaras. There you go, Samaras. Well, you got one as well. Yeah. Right. So I just wanted Samaras. <laughs> well, you got two left. Right. So. So George Samaras. <laughs> <laughs> You're not getting Samaras. <laughs> Speak into the mic, remember? Okay, yep. Um, Carlton Cole is still there. So, what do you need? He, well, uh, I, m- I might have to play three at the back since yeah, I don't have a left to. back or right back. You, have, you still need um, a third defender, though, if you want to play three at the back. Yeah, so. I need to. Is there somebody big and obvious that we've missed? Well, there's a couple Probably of some very big and obvious ones, ones that Dyla signed for, the, for his defence, yes. Christ. Jesus Christ almighty. He's worse than Louis. Oh. I don't think I've ever said that. But awful. <laughs> yeah. And the thing and is, he's not complaining. He's not doesn't have any more players. He's not, compl- he's not complaining either. That, so there's just dead air. It's just <laughs> silence. <laughs> yes, at least, this is a terrible game, Chris. <laughs> at least Louis was I'm just trying, mo- at least Louis defenders was under Dyla and Strachan. Just shout some names out and we'll... So it's First not... It, you know, Stephen McMahon has got his debut under Martin O'Neill. Gary Caldwell... I'm trying to stay away from... Ship Both of them. <laughs> okay. But you need some players. I do. You need can't have nine. And we can't really put out a two hour podcast. No, we can't. So you need to wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> Quick. Um, do you want Coldwell? Do you want Coldwell? Do you want Gary Coldwell? Do, do you want Co- Gary Coldwell? I'll come back to Coldwell. Oh, <laughs> Beggars can be choosers, oh, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you're turning off now, I'm not blaming I'm not surprised. No. Okay. No, no, no. Okay. Christ, oh Jesus! Sinclair. No. <laughs> no just, oh, for Jesus. fuck's sake! There's a hole. Two defenders on the Dyla. He bought oh. t- two big centre backs from. They're not British. She got a full team. Ah, yeah, oh, that's what we're sorry. waiting for you. Hey, hurry up! You've got. You've he, got okay, a Scandinavian central 
centre-back signed by Dyla if you want him. One from the Balkans. <laughs> oh, signed by Dyla. The Balkans? The Balkans. That's he's, in, he's in the squad the now. He played on it's Saturday. It's Joseph Samunovic. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'm this, picking Caldwell over you. This Yuzo. is complete and utter nonsense. That's Celtic people. How? It's got Sean Maloney on it. Yeah. Sean Maloney made his debut in the treble season under... But uh, he bought him back, remember? Strachan bought him back. So bought him, players no. bought under Strachan? That's nonsense. No, no. That's that is rule. absolute nonsense. How do you have Sean Maloney? Have Sean Maloney. I'm having Sean Maloney. He gives me balance, actually. Yeah, I need him. <laughs> there you go. Gives you Sean how many, okay. how many have you got? You yeah, yeah, I've, got I've taken Colt. No, I'm, I'm actually still a player down. No, no you're not. You got everybody. Yeah, I need a forward. Oh, yeah, you actually got one more. Team you have to get. Um, so, um, who did Dyla sign? Probably Scott McDonald. He's good. I liked Scott McDonald. Scott McDonald, Carlton Cole. I'm just going to lift him now. Derek Reardon. Reardon was the one I was thinking Reardon. of. Zeravsky. Do you want right? Zeravsky was good. Zeravsky. All right, okay, cool. So, can you read out your teams? Put them in formation and read them out. Oh bloody hell! So I'm I'm gonna just some obvious ones you missed. Callum McGregor. No. Oh. Um, I needed a centre mid as well. I knew about him. Tyler Blackett, obviously. Oh, of um, course. Mo Kamara, Ryan Christie, uh, Nadir Shifty, Mark Crossas, Massimo Donati, oh, Dean Dublin. Um, Dean Dublin at his peak. Yeah, well, that's a good point, actually. Yeah. Yoing Geberga at his peak. Colin Cassidy Richards. Roy Keane. I put them in formation. Put your thing in formation. Glenn Lovins, um, Paddy McCourt. Uh, Paddy McCourt, I strike and I. Kenny Miller, um, O'Day, um, Barry Robinson. We had Skep, the Skepovich, the Skep, yes, Sviachenko, oh, Sviachenko, Simunovic, uh, Alexander Tonev, of course, Sviachenko, um, Vakasu, Mark what, Wilson. The Strachan by Key, or no, that was Lennon, wasn't it? Yeah, you were shouting as if there was some fantastic centre backs I'd missed out. Oh, is there a good one that Sviachenko <laughs> an obvious one I would have taken Sviachenko I would Coldwell I did take Glenn Lovins was he not centre uh, no, back Glenn Lovins was garbage <laughs> okay. honestly Ali Adier let me see this team um, so Chris Manny your team 4-4-2 of course like any good man Boric Tierney Ayer Boyata Hinkle Barry Robs that's that's good Barry, Barry Robson at his peak Hinkle when he went to Seville yeah. right. um, Boyata when he leaves Celtic <laughs> um, Barry Robson Thomas Gravison suppose at his peak. not bad eh? Stuart Armstrong Paddy Roberts George Samaras and John Gadetti pre-injury pre-injury when he's scoring against pretty Inter. handsome team, Chris Bowd <laughs> yeah, how many I've got? not even written it down <laughs> uh, Craig Gordon and goals Okay, okay love it uh, Back three of Caldwell, Presley and Denier oh, I think I like that. Caldwell, Presley and Denier <laughs> Wow Denying all the goals <laughs> This is this is a strong part though This is this is where it gets this good This is the national, this is the big one Nakamura Okay Brown, Janicek and Roy Keane at his peak Where are you putting Keane? Central mid like and a four, how many central mid are you? Uh, three? Yeah, we'll or? Get them free. Okay. Remember, it's at their peak. Brown and Keane can be defensive or offensive. They've okay. got it box all. To box. Yeah. Love it, love it. Um, Maloney on the left. And then Van Hesslink and Zerowski up top. That's not bad. It's a, it's a decent team. Um, yeah, I mean, I didn't think it could have went as bad as the last time, but it did. It did, it, did. it, it, it was it worse. Went, it went worse. You kept yeah. suggesting there was some mythical centre-back that I, I was forgetting. I didn't, it was him. It wasn't me. 
I thought like the Martin O'Neill era would be too obvious, but I just might have to go back to that next time. Oh, if the there will be any. Uh, the Martin O'Neill era. That's a, that's a business. Even that. The whole bout. It's just because you don't have a memory. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and oh. all these eras merge in. Who's saying who, who do you think got the best team? Uh, out of those two, I think Bout is the better players, but I think Samani's got the better team. If you know what I mean. Um, except I, I'm not a fan of Gwadi. Uh, right, okay, so what we're going to do is we'll put that out on we'll put that out on uh, Twitter for the people to decide. Um, that was a fun game, kinda. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we'll, uh, we'll we'll see if uh, yeah we'll mix yeah. it up. Uh, Chris Armani, it's been an absolute pleasure as always, sir. Terrific, thank you. I hope you've enjoyed it. Christian Wolf, big announcement coming. <sighs> just can't, you just you wait. Happy Gizza. Yes. Happy Gizza. Happy Gizza. I mean it is. I mean, it's big. It's huge. It's I, I, I'm running out of things things to say about it. It's that huge. Thank you for coming on, as always. Thank you for having me. Chris Bowd, the B-man, he's writing his team out. He's excited. He's... I'm just, I'm bored now. <laughs> Bowd, thanks for coming on the podcast. Uh, yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> I think I nailed this game. Yeah, you did. Uh, you just waited till someone used all the shots and then you relaxed and just chose. I didn't think I would say this, but I miss Louis. Yeah, I'm Chris Gallagher. We're the 90 Minute Cynic, and we'll speak to you down the road. My don't front, you had it for a minute, but it seemed like a month. Now I'm choking, smoking, hoping I don't croak in from. Hey kid, when the map got you open, oh, let's ride. Can't stand that floor's too much. Can't stand Bentley's, they cost too much. Can't wanna get up, then can't get touched. Can't wanna stick up, then can't get I'm the one that calls you bluff when your boys try to act tough. Remember what old dirty said, I'll Styles extremists, forehead beamers run wild as the kid with the gold cup. Stepped out like what was popping in yacht, cobra blasting, shay shay, chocolate, saute. Rich color mocks rock those all day 1960s. Them goldie, that's right. Don't hold me. The world's greatest, Las Vegas paid his rock. Skin painted on my face, look ageless. Perfect combos, ghost bang out condos. Jet from homo, X we bongos, bankos. Then plain clothes, change those bang those, same old, same old. Straight up, this the jump off right here. The gravel pit, word up, representing rockin' boulders. All my rich gangster style killers. Y'all know what time it is. Shorty, do your thing. Get up on that right now, boo. Do yeah. you? That's what I'm talking about. Step to my groove, move like this. When we shoot the gift, of course it's ruthless. Grab the mic with no excuses in a sec. Grab the th- loot this. Executing, shaking all sets. And now I'm breaking all hex. I'm taking all bets. Move on best. Who won't the draw max? You won't stink. We got the bigger bank. Bigger th- Fill your tank, still the same, for real, ride the crank, slide, do or die, fry the bait, admire the grades, on fire with a heart of hate, bitter shark, every part I take, heavy darts, it's on cake, all fakes, get caught by the drop kicks, you know the thrill, yes, it's Park Hill, yo, we hit him with the hot grits, on the go, check the flow, singing woo don't rock, stop quick, hold the gossip, stop sweating my pockets, I hear the hot,
Take, son. Ah! 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 